0: The following Mark's Daily Apple article was written by Mark Sisson and is narrated by Tina Lehman. Is there a problem with weight loss culture? I recently read a piece from the New York Times in which the author recounts her lifelong struggle with dieting and body acceptance and her relationship to food. She tackles the failure of most diets, the Fat Acceptance Movement, The Weight Watchers Support Group Phenomenon, The Oprah Winfrey Bodyweight yo yo What makes it an effective article is that rather than cast herself as dispassionate journalist reporting the facts, she's elbows deep. She herself is the subject as much as anything else. It's a powerful article. The article doesn't come to a neat conclusion. There's no prescription at the end, it meanders, it explores, it's messy. I think that's exactly how most people feel when trying to tackle this diet, health, body weight, eating thing. Confused, lost, conflicted, overwhelmed. Looking at the comments section from the article, it seems that pretty much everyone got something different from it. Some were outraged that the writer would argue that being fat is perfectly healthy. She wasn't. Some chimed in with their preferred diet, the one that worked for them. I saw a few mentions of paleo even. Some recounted their weight loss journeys and struggles and failures. Some admonished her for not mentioning exercise. Some gave her diet advice. It ran the gamut. The comment section was all over the place. Everyone had completely different reactions to the same material. The article wasn't about what works and what doesn't. It was about the insanity of living in the diet mindset, where every bite of food is analyzed, every calorie label scrutinized as the people around you drink regular soda as if it were nothing, as if it were just a drink. It was the author wanting to accept her body but realizing she couldn't, and the agony and insanity that results. I get why we have convoluted things like hypnotic lap bands, hypnosis so good it replaces your bariatric surgery, and food relationship classes where you learn how to eat and appreciate raisins. Because people are flailing around inside an obesogenic food system trying to find something, anything, that works. But since they're searching within the confines of the modern food environment, nothing works. Nothing sticks. It's also why I think finding a baseline is so helpful, a fundamental starting place that transcends the boundaries we've erected. Whatever your life story, you're still a human. Your ancestors were hunter-gatherers at some point, and the modern industrial food system is novel to your physiology. Eliminating the major offenders, excess carbs and sugar, refined vegetable oils and grains, and restoring the attitudes that used to be normal—fat and meat are perfectly healthy—are suitable for everyone. You can tinker with macronutrient ratios, recent ancestry, to keto or not to keto, and all the minutiae in your own time. But those basics work as a starting place for everyone I've encountered. You just have to step outside the obesogenic food system that's been constructed for you. But look at me. I'm just giving diet advice all over again. You should never accept your mutable flaws. It's true that some characteristics can't be changed. You can't make yourself taller or shorter. You can't force yourself to be an introvert or an extrovert. But a large portion of what we consider to be limitations to our health, happiness, and well-being can be improved upon, like the amount of body fat you carry, for instance. As for body acceptance, a goal weight isn't necessary. In some cases, it's counterproductive. You don't need to turn success and failure into binary options. Better is good enough. Movement is enough. As much as I sympathize with the author of the piece, and it's a gut-wrenching, powerful piece, hard to read in parts, I can't budge on even the mere entertaining of the notion that maybe being overweight or obese isn't so bad for your health. Those are dangerous waters to tread. The science is settled excess body fat is harmful. Not to be conflated with extra fat in the right places, which, depending on gender and pregnancy status, can actually be healthy. It secretes inflammatory cytokines and directly causes insulin resistance. It weighs you down increases the stress placed on your joints, it makes free and full movement more difficult. No one should labor up and down stairs or be unable to hang from a bar or grunt with exertion when they get up from the ground if they can avoid it. And most people can avoid it simply by losing excess body fat. Even if the fat itself is neutral, it's not, and merely indicates deeper health problems, losing the fat tends to resolve those problems. What I found most interesting is that I think the author understands this too. If not explicitly, she discusses the evidence both for and against the idea of fat is intrinsically harmful, certainly implicitly. Her inability to accept her overweight body despite wanting to and thinking it's the right thing to do suggests a deeper subconscious acknowledgement that being fat is unhealthy. Couldn't it be social pressures at fault? Many of the commenters and the author herself default to the idea that acceptance is good and imply that society is to blame for our inability to accept our overweight bodies. This argument falls flat for me. Society is made of humans who are biological beings. Society is therefore a product of biology. Society's norms don't emerge out of nothingness. They develop for real reasons. They may be bad reasons or good ones that became corrupted, but they are real things that arise out of human biology. It wasn't as if a council of elders long ago decreed that being obese is bad because it's ugly or unseemly, and it just stuck. Far more likely is that society has by and large deemed excess body fat undesirable because it's a net negative for human health. The distaste for excess body fat likely developed organically. No. I think people who claim to love their body despite being obese are ignoring or drowning out the inner voice telling them to change. Loving who they are as people is, of course, something else. Nor is anyone talking about physical perfection here, but if they truly do love their excess body fat, they do so at the peril of their health. Self-love doesn't erase the physiological ramifications of being obese. This weight loss business is hard. I'm not suggesting it's easy, but hard things are often worthwhile things. In fact, difficulty can be an indicator of worthiness. It's true that our culture and its food system don't encourage choices that help us build and sustain our best health. Fortunately, however, we decide for ourselves. Thanks as always for listening today. Have a great day.